Sense starts your engine. 20 years of trying, 20 years of frustration. Dale Earnhardt will come to the caution flag to win the Daytona 500. Here is your racing team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black. Local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill. Track reporter and racing insider Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. Gentlemen, start your engines! Good morning and welcome on a beautiful Saturday morning. Sunshine, no clouds, just... Start your engines, the 114th edition, and the last one for 2020, and boy, I can't wait for 2021, because it's got to be better than this year was. How you doing this morning, Greg? Hanging in there, and like I say, it's great weather. This is great football weather, which we're going to see South Carolina whoop up on Ole Miss tonight. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Clemson's <laughs> off, but uh, no, the temperature is good for racing, it's good for football, and uh, just glad to be here. I hate this is the last show uh, of the season, but it won't be long. Daytona will be here on top of us. Yep. You know, we February. go through Thanksgiving. Yeah, we go through Thanksgiving and Christmas. Next thing you know, I, I remember we were down at Daytona on Christmas Eve. We were down there like with Morgan Shepard or something, trying to run 200 with a plate or so. I can't remember, but uh, that's just the way it goes. You know, racing, when you're racing for real, it's 100 24 7. But, yeah, doing good, doing good. Alan, good morning. Good morning. Good luck. Good to be back here. Yeah, you uh, got a off-season's already started for you, right? Yep. Except done, for the radio show. Done uh, started uh, tearing that car apart and trying to get ready for next year and waiting on said rules to come out so we can get get things straightened out. They change the rules every year. Uh, just not quite, but. Sometimes they just uh, tweak them a little bit. Tweak them a little bit. All right. And uh, like I say, good cool weather. Glad to see it's kind of cooling off a little bit. Yeah, I think uh, I think the fireplace will be back in action tonight at my house. It's been been off for about a week. But uh, before we go any further, how about putting a, another? Oh, you already put it in red over there, didn't you? Oh yeah, we had to we had to put this one in red. He's talking. He took the lead, didn't he? Uh, no, no, I he tied. I, I had to win the last two races with a with a Chase Elliott to tie up uh, Nelson and Dad Gump. I didn't do it, so uh, Nelson and I share the crown and all the glory and uh, accolades that go with it, which is practically nothing. Uh, before I go any further, though, I want to um, welcome. Uh, uh, Ronnie, who's uh, not here this morning, he took the he took the uh, pandemic off, and I tell you what, it's probably good this is the last show, Greg, because it's getting worse. It's uh, this thing's picking up steam again, and I'm uh, I'm going to cut back on my outside activity away from the home, you know, to uh, to you know, sort of bunker down and stay out of the stay out of the public atmosphere so I don't catch anything because I tell you what, I, you know, we took seven weeks off and racing took some time off and I I think a lot of college football took a big hit this weekend with a 
uh, four, three or four SEC games got canceled. I think Carolina is still playing tonight, but uh, some pretty big games got canceled. So it might be a good time to to hunker down during the holidays and uh, and and stay out of stay out of everybody's way and maybe only go out to uh, go to Publix or something or to the grocery store or drugstore because uh, it's not getting too good out there. But Ronnie, you. Uh, Hopefully, we'll all get back here next year. And, Ronnie, you are always a part of the show, and you uh, can feel free to call in any time. And we will never, ever uh, say that you're not with us anymore. You are always going to be a part of the show. And I'll just go ahead and thank Lanny while I'm at it. Lanny McKinney, who uh, backs us up and last week had to record the show and, um, and put it on the flash drive for me because I forgot to start the recorder, but I... I was on top of it this week, so Lanny, you do a great job, and want to thank you for uh, backing us up this year. And hopefully, hopefully, we'll all be back in twenty twenty one. Well, we plan on it. Like a uh, uh, Trent Lancaster, who's been a big supporter and sponsor of the show and the radio station for a long time, uh, he called me in, in uh, like I say, an unsettled time and everything. He's a good guy to have your money with if you got it. I ain't got much, but he he handles it and. Uh, he does a real good job, and he certainly supports the show. Been trying to get him to come on, but he he. Well, you got I, twelve weeks to work on him. Uh, <laughs> I've been working on him. Oh, another thing too, uh, Mister interview himself. My brother Daryl Moore built all of the motors and all that stuff. He will turn seventy four tomorrow, so I want to wish him a happy birthday. That's impossible. It's unreal, isn't it? I mean, I don't can... smoke. Turn seventy four in February. There's January. On... January. Yeah, the, there's there's only th- two two or three months difference between smoke and and Daryl. I can see Daryl going up Fernwood Drive on that Honda fifty, going to the shop, and I used to make him ride me on the back of it. And uh, I uh, really I... remember when he was when when, when Brother Brenny was pulling you and. Yeah, and, yeah, and but I'm talking, yeah, but yeah. I'm talking about with 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 Daryl because yeah. that's his birthday, and uh, he um, he stopped by and see the girl that uh, my brother ended up marrying, so, yeah, <laughs> Ann Dickerson. But anyway, um, uh, we had some good racing last weekend and decided uh, three championships. We already talked about the trucks, and they had a late caution flag. Um, that really changed the outcome of the race. Well, the same thing happened with the Xfinity cars, and they had had a late caution flag with just a few laps to go. And, uh, oh, before I get into that, let's say who our guests are today. Who did you get us for? Uh, well, I got Bobby Bennett. Bobby Bennett, who uh, runs Competition Plus website for uh, uh, the drag racing world, and he knows everything there is to know about it. And, in fact, he was... I think he was in Indianapolis last week for the drag races. I believe it was Indianapolis. I've got it over here. I need to look at it again. But Bobby Bennett, who was on earlier this year and talked about, he didn't talk hardly any about drag racing. He talked about his brush with death with the COVID. Uh, speaking of that, you know, he, he came real close to leaving us, and thank goodness he didn't. But uh, Bobby will be, um, Bobby will be on at 1020 in our legend segment. Then who'd you get for 11 o'clock, Greg? Well, we got Spartberg's own Jeremy Clements. Good, good guess. And he just barely missed things. And uh, the, he's gotten some support here from the, the radio station and thanks to the Delaney's and, and, and stuff. And they, 
uh, look, he's looking forward to to doing having a better season next year. And so he he was he was nice enough. He's gonna come on at eleven, and I think you talked the other guest you got who used to. Yeah, run the we play. got it at eleven twenty our time, eight twenty his time. We got Mark Hauser coming on from out in uh, the Boondocks of Oregon, and it's always good to catch up with Mark once a year. A great broadcaster that used to work here at WSPG. And was the voice of the Walford Terriers for, what, 19 or 20 years. He's in their Hall of Fame. And um, it's always good to catch up with Mark and looking forward to that. Um, and I, I want to give one more thanks while I'm thanking people to Jada. Jada Tesnair, who uh, I know one week this past season, she uh, I needed her. I can't remember what the occasion was, but she hopped in the car in Roebuck and drove up here. And I believe it was raining and it was terrible weather back during the summer. And uh, I came up here and did the the local results for us because uh, um, Alan laid down for some reason. I can't remember what you what happened to you. I think I was changing the motor. Okay, you were changing the motor. That's right. That's right. Phone systems went down. And uh, and so Jada hopped in the car, but she's a great. She's a great person to have on the show. I've offered her a permanent spot, you know, like once, uh, heck, you know, once or twice a month she could come on here and do her own thing. But uh, so far she's turned me down. But Jada Tesnier is also a part of the show, and she's welcome to come and call in anytime she wants to. And and, um, you like her voice, don't you? Oh, don't I about it. Uh, (laughs) He I mean, was just coming. I mean, not on only that. it, 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 she, she a beautiful young woman, but her, her voice. She's got a good radio voice that knows a lot about racing, and uh, it, it, she just works out great. And we can't thank her enough. I know me and Perry went on like a trip somewhere, and I think you and Jade had done the whole the whole deal. That was and a we, good show. And and we was listening to it, and Perry turned around me and said, "Look, I think we might be getting fired when we get back." But, uh, but no, she she does a heck of a job, and 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 like I say, we'd love for her to come at least once or twice a month, or do a permanent spot, or 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 whatever. Racing uh, from the feminine point of view, or something like that. But uh, she uh, she's welcome anytime. But what I was getting to a few minutes ago, uh, we know how the truck racing championship ended because we discussed it last week. But then with the Xfinity race. Uh, Last Saturday afternoon, the same thing happened again. They had a late caution flag. Justin Allgaier was leading and had a real good chance to be the uh, to uh, to be the champion. And they had a caution flag with like five laps to go. And uh, when they the ones that wanted to pit pitted, and they got scrambled up, and they came back out. Noah Craxon looked like he was gonna um, maybe win the race, but he wasn't one of the guys in the, in it for the championship. But the Penske car came through with Austin Sendrick, and uh, Penske did get a championship in NASCAR this year with uh, Austin Sendrick, who's going to spend one more year in Xfinity and before he takes over uh, in uh, the 21 car for the Wood Brothers, which is a Penske satellite team. So uh, uh, we will talk to Jeremy Clements at um, 11 o'clock in Talk a lot more about the Xfinity series and what he's got going on, but the uh, they didn't have a late caution flag with uh, the 
the cup cars, and I know uh, Chase Elliott was glad of that because he was he he had to run to when they, when they had their last pit stops, he got pretty far behind, but he just flat ran down uh, Logano and and took the championship, and Logano didn't do any crazy stuff. He just uh, watched that Chevrolet motor on by, and that was it. And Chase Elliott was a winner, and I was glad to see it. And it was good to see Bill Elliott down there. And uh, um, uh, it, it, the first four finishers in the cup race were the four that it came down to. So I guess that was pretty fitting. Well, if you watch Chase there, at the end, whenever he was behind Logano, everybody's talking about how hard it is to pass Joey Logano. Looked like he rolled see, over you, to me. You see what he done? Chase just went up there and put that front bumper, that rear bumper going off in that corner and said, hey, <laughs> I'm here. That's Let's the way go. you got to do it, there. And, and sometimes, you you know, you make that driver in front of you feel a little uncomfortable. He's going to do something. He's going to let you by. Well, I mean, I, I expected I expected anything to happen. But he just, uh, other, I, other than that, he just pretty much motored on by him and Won the championship, and at the, at the finish line, it it wasn't particularly close. What I'm looking at it says 2.7 seconds. So, uh, car had car had a ton of forward bite up off that corner. Yeah, you know when you can go to the rear of the field and come up through there and just just still come. You know, I thought it'd get hard whenever he got within five or six cars of the lead. I figured it'd be hard for him to pass them boys, but no, nah. went right on by. Went right on by. And um, Keslowski was closing pretty good there at the end, too. He ended up finishing second, and Logano was third. So those were the two Penske cars, second and third. And Hamlin didn't do too much. He uh, he said his car wasn't handling, and he just, he just didn't have it. Complained a little bit. He did complain a little bit. <laughs> a and bunch. I, <laughs> and I thought it was pretty fitting that uh, fifth place was uh, Mr. Seven-Time, Jimmy Johnson, who... If he couldn't finish in the top four, you know, with the guys that were, it was actually coming down to, uh, he had a good race for his final race and was uh, a good interview afterwards. And we'll see him in IndyCar next year. I, I kind of like what he said after the race. You know, they sit there going, you going to go out there and do a burnout? He said, no, that's for the champion. Yep. Chase Elliott. Which he won the race and he won the championship. He said, this day's belongs to Chase Elliott. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's. That was the kind of guy he was all through his career. It was. That's a true competitor sportsman in the way it's supposed to be done. You know, just no doubt about it. But, uh, yeah, Chase Elliott in the last couple of races, he just, he just turned up the wick. And he got he hot when you needed to be hot. He was hot when he needed to be hot. And I think it was a very popular win uh, with a lot of people. I know NASCAR was sickled with it. And a lot of fans would take over with it. Let's see if we can't get Bill on next year. Let's put him on our wish list because we... We can get Dan and we can get Ernie. But we need Bill. But for some reason, Bill has done got speaker shy or something or television shy. Well, maybe he got, he'll got he snap out of it because well, he was he on a good to, bit last Sunday. Be, that's right. Ben, Ben's a son that's got through wiping him out and winning the championship. Maybe he'll... Uh, come around a little bit. Me and Bill was good friends back in the 80s and everything. Of course, you know, we got out of racing uh, a while back, but uh, Bill be a real good interview. Didn't you tell me one time when we wrote your book that uh, you, you were out at Riverside and he like took one look at it and, and said, I don't need to 
practices or something like that. I mean, he was just real good at picking up on stuff uh, right off the bat. Yeah, this was like in 19, I think it was either 80 or 81. Had to be like 81. And Bill started running, you know, pretty decent, but never had run Riverside. So when we got out there at Riverside, uh, me and him just kind of hung together. And uh, he, he, we got rent a car and <laughs> it throwed a fan belt off. And he went, we, we got a hitched a ride to the racetrack and got a few tools. And Bill put, put that fan blade back on it in about two seconds before I could all go on do anything. And uh, yeah, he just went out there and looked around a little bit. And he, I think the first time he went out there, he run a top five or something. I mean, Bill, Bill's an excellent driver. And his son is a chip off the old block. Apple don't fall too far from the tree. And uh, I think it's cool. I, th- I think I think it's neat that uh, it's turning out that way. Yeah, we definitely need to get him on the radio. Uh, maybe he'll come on because he, bra- he don't like to brag on himself, but I think he'll brag on his son. Didn't you take him out and, and uh, get him inebriated that day? Uh, yeah, while we was out there, I did. And, <laughs> and uh, his head might have been hurt a little bit the next day, and maybe uh, he probably remembers that. But Well, well uh, see if you can't get him and line him up for some... Uh, some uh, week when uh, he's not too busy and he can give us 20 minutes. Anybody ought to be able to give us 20 minutes. But um, we're going to take our first break right now and come back and we're going to talk some drag racing. We're going to keep the coronavirus to a minimum and talk about drag racing with Bobby Bennett. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Want to talk racing with the guys? Call the Sign Force hotline now at 864-468-1400. Start your engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Now say this out loud as you're driving around in your car. Fox Sports 1400 has Dan Patrick and Colin Cowherd back to back. Dan Patrick at 9, Colin Cowherd at noon. You hit the nail on the head. This is Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Man, I need a new car, but I have no idea where to look. Have you tried Impex Pre-Owned at Bowling Springs? Pre-Owned? I'm not looking for something with lots of mileage on it. That's why you need to go to Impex Pre-Owned, because they have a huge selection of new model cars and trucks with low mileage. Well, that sounds great, but i got to stick to my budget. And that's another reason why you need to check out Impex Pre-Owned. New model cars with low mileage at thousands less than you'll find anywhere else. Call Yvette today at 864-327-9297 or check out ImpexPreOwned.com. Impex Pre-Owned. Quality used cars made easy. Get ready for a slam dunk during the Nissan Now Seals event at Greer Nissan. It's Markdown Madness. And you'll score big with huge savings and low payments on all your favorite Nissan models. Get in the zone in an all-new 2020 Nissan Sentra for only $129 per month. Take your pick. You can drive a 2020 Nissan Altima or Rogue for only $199 per month. Or score a new Titan pickup and save up to 30 
selection of used vehicles, too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Vince those high payments and slim dunk on savings during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Are you sick of all the cookie-cutter, boring barbershops? If so, you need to visit the Ironspur Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironspur Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your hair cut like you like it and in a fun, man-cave-like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Ironspur Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors, mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289. Our new app is ready to roll. Listen to us live and more by downloading it today. Search Fox Sports 1400 either at the Apple Store or via Google Play. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. And it's my pleasure to welcome to the show for the second time this year, drag racing historian and... um, Publisher of Competition Plus website, and I, I think there's still a magazine, isn't it? Is is there the Bobby uh, Bobby Bennett? How are you doing this morning, Bobby? I, I'm doing great. This is the new age of well, it's been the new age. I guess it can be old because you know I always say to people that uh, that talk about magazines and my my publishing friend says, "Well, I was the editor of this magazine for 20 years." I said, that's nice. I've been the, uh, the editor of CompetitionPlus.com in an electronic magazine for 21 years. Your years are like human years. My years are like dog years. So I've been <laughs> an editor for 140 years. Thank you. You, uh, But do you still have a, uh, a print edition or is it all everything online now? Dude, that's like asking somebody that's got a car, do you still have your horse and buggy? Oh, okay. Well, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no. When we came out in 1999, it was uh, it was absolutely what we felt like was the future for the publishing industry. A magazine on the internet. Uh, some people might say it's a website, but uh, websites don't hire professional journalists and pay pay the money for content that we do. And uh, it's just we made this the new age of internet of magazines, which is internet magazine. It's it's like the printed magazine that sits on your coffee table and magically reprints itself every hour, every day. Now, I think I misspoke a few minutes ago because Alan's already corrected me. I said that you were in Indianapolis last week, but he said Las Vegas. Where were you last week? Where was I last week? <laughs> I was at the Southeast Gassers race in Bowling Springs, North Carolina at Shadyside Dragway. Oh, you know, and I wanted to go to that because we have uh, a gentleman on there. What's his name, Alan? He's uh, we have him on here. We have him on the show all the time. Ernie, Ernie Smith. Ernie, Ernie yeah, Smith. Yeah, I, I know Ernie. Yeah. Well, so I know uh, Ernie Smith. okay, so you didn't go to uh, where there was a big NHRA though race last week, right? Yeah. That was the week before. I was actually off that weekend, and uh, my team uh, my team covered that event. I've got the best team in drag racing, 
uh, Susan Wade, Roger Richards, uh, Burkhart Mike, and Jeff Burkhart, and uh, Larry Crum, all of them, they, they hit Vegas running and covered the event and, you know, so it was in La- So it was in Las Vegas. No. It was in Las Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, me yeah. being a COVID survivor, there's still a bit of a, a kind of I would say I'm gun shy, but I wouldn't deliberately uh take myself into what I call a health cesspool. Yeah. I, I can completely understand and I'm gonna after this weekend and after this show, I'm going to gear it down myself quite a bit. Got an old buddy of yours sitting here, Joe Delaney, who uh, came in here twice uh, when we tried to have you on earlier, and it took us three tries to get you, but we got you both together this time, and uh, Joe's sitting right here to talk to you. Hey, Bobby. That's Joe. I remember Joe. Hey, um, I had a one quick question for you. Um, are you going to start back up that uh, Beacon reunion kind of thing you were doing for a while? Well, I never stopped doing it. We just announced here it's the second Saturday of the new year. Uh, we'll be doing it again. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to say you got to wear a mask or whatever, but that's your option. If you want to, you can. If you don't, you don't. Well, but I, we are doing that. I kind of prefer to wear one <laughs> right now. So. Yeah. I don't know if it helps or well, not. Well, I know where you can get some good-looking ones, too, Joe. If you got to wear a mask, you ought to wear a good-looking one. So we sell them at Competition Plus Apparel. <laughs> well, I'll have to go check it out. Now, Bobby, you were telling me about, uh, and I'm getting a little ahead of myself here because I want to hear you uh, your thoughts on this season and next season, but um, you were telling me when we uh, were arranging this interview that, uh, well, you got T-shirts and all sorts of things you sell, right? Yes. Um, we'll sell know, for, some. For 20-something years, we uh, we developed a reputation of delivering the hottest and greatest and, and news you can trust. And we just thought, you know, it's maybe after about two decades, maybe we're ready to start branding our product. <laughs> you know, yeah. My motto is, I may not be fast, but I'm slow. So. <laughs> So we uh, we came out with what we think are some of the best looking T-shirts. Uh, one one series has a fuel burning funny car. The other one has a uh, a, a door slammer, which is a full bodied fast race car. And on the back, it has our slogan. And, and you guys will get a chuckle out of this when it says, "Where you can believe what you read on the internet." Oh, that's good. Bobby, what's that? Get that website out again. I, I'm not sure if I, is it competitionplus.com? That is it. Okay. That is it. And you can, I when guess. When we came into uh, Report Drag Racing News in 1999, there was 2,400 baud rate. AOL was on 3.0, and it was just crazy. I mean, uh, we were not long removed from the bag phones. Mm. We had gone over to the flip phone. So. Surfing the web on your phone wasn't really a thing back then. So, Bobby, I, I don't. You may know more about this than I do, but I saw an announcement in the paper um, that there was a new development going in uh, across from the entrance of Carolina Country Club. So, I'm I'm guessing that property where the old dragway is got sold. Do you know anything about that? I I have no idea, but it might as well because. Uh, 
you know, none of us could really go down there and walk the track, what was left of it. Uh, that's heartbreaking because I took one of my friends from Michigan down there and we went down to film some stuff down there and everything. And I heard dogs barking and I said, it's time to go, buddy. <laughs> he said, what do you mean? I said, it's time to go. We need to get out of here. This is private property. <laughs> well, so what are they going to do? Shoot you? And I said, yeah. Or, yeah. or eat you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we got, we got to the top of the entrance and there was somebody met us with a Glock, uh, a Glock nine. <laughs> well, I, I prefer to get shot quick than eaten slowly, but, uh, tell us a little bit about 2020 now. I know we've only got about 20, about 10 minutes left, but you know, what's your, uh, you know, we know what went on with NASCAR because we talk about the round track guys every week, but, uh, how did it affect uh, drag racing? And uh, and as you go from there, what, what do you expect from 2021? How, how did the COVID and everything affect uh, drag racing in, in this season? Well, drag racing, uh, we were on our way to, to race number three of the season at Gainesville, Florida. And, uh, in fact, I was on my way down there to the race when I got a call from my photographer and he said, boss man, you better go on home. They they postponed the race. I said, oh, my gosh, this whole COVID thing's nothing but a fraud. It's, a, it, it's just, I don't know, it, it's just a hoax, you know. And, of course, the hoax hit me the next day. And uh, but, but what it did, it, it, it effectively shut down drag racing. It shut us down to the core. Uh, because the drag racing business model will not operate without race fans in the stands. It's just not set up to to go that way. So we did a soft restart in uh, in July. We did uh, triple back to back to back races at uh, at Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Raceway, and then we ventured out to, to other other facilities. And we basically, we didn't have any races at Z-Max Dragway. We went to uh, St. Louis. We went to uh, Dallas, Texas. We went to Houston. And, and, and that's where, in Gainesville, Florida. We went back to Gainesville because the sanctioning body owned that track. And we ended up getting 11 races out of it. Because we didn't have to do a countdown like NHR, uh, like NASCAR, excuse me, does their chase. We were able able to have a true organic championship uh, from start to finish, not one that was made where points were reset for the last six races. And basically, you know, we didn't have to uh, drivers didn't have to run an obstacle course to win a championship. Whoever's first in line when you got to the end of the sprint was first up on the podium for the championship. Well, Bobby, how many races are there in a in a unaffected season? In a normal twenty four race, twenty four. Okay, yeah we we start in Pomona in February and end up in Pomona in November, and in between we make you know uh, a good. I, I'm just guessing off the top of my head, eighteen different stops because we have uh, sometimes two races at, at facilities like Charlotte, like uh, Charlotte, like Vegas, stuff like that. So yeah, it was. Uh, it usually runs. Sometimes we have four weekends in a row, right? Four or five weekends in a row. 
in the initial plan for the NHRA. Do you do you hit all those to. races, Bobby? Do you try to make it to all of them in a normal season? I'm starting to slow down in my old age. <laughs> uh, that that that's where delegating uh, uh, delegating assignments uh, really really comes in handy because that road, if you're on the road, it will beat you down. It will beat you down that's because what you have when you have those races for for our staff. I mean, if you have a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you're looking easily at minimum 12-hour days for three in a row. Then you got Thursday, which is travel, which that might as well be a 12-hour day, you know, going in and out of airports, getting rental cars. And then Monday, you're flying back home only to do the same thing on Thursday again. Now, in so 20... it's a... I'm sorry, in 2021, is there anything that's going to, carry over from 2020 like i mean as far as nascar goes uh you know they didn't do any practicing this year and uh they didn't do any qualifying after you know after march uh you know and and i don't really know how that's going to play out next year i don't know if they're going to cut back on practice and qualifying or or have them at all but anything like that that you could foresee for drag racing for next year yeah, and all except for one race when we returned, they they went to a two-day event, uh, which was one day of qualifying and one day of elimination. Now, the NHRA business uh, model has always pretty much been different than NASCAR's, whereas NASCAR has one session and then practice sessions for qualifying, if, if, I'm, if I'm right there. Uh, for drag racing, you got four shots to make it into the quickest 16-car uh, field. And then we pair the, the qualifiers up on the bracket, you know, just like a, a basketball tournament, one versus 16, two versus 15, and so on. Uh, well, cutting out that one day, usually you'd have teams that make their good runs on Friday and get in the field and then use Saturday as a test bed. Well, that was taken away when we short and qualifying to this two days yeah bobby um we're pretty much about out of time but you know we you and i had discussed uh when i set up this interview a couple of weeks ago you know about maybe you coming on and being a permanent part of our show like with a monthly or a bi-monthly uh segment um i want you to seriously consider that because we i'd love to have you be a part of this show and you've Often told me that Spartanburg is a drag racing capital of the world, and I, I'd like to uh, I'd like to have you on uh, on a regular basis. And uh, because we don't do near enough drag racing, we do some of the the stuff that you were talking about uh, that you went up to see up at Shady Side. But you know, we need to get into the meat of uh, of the the NHRA and and the things that you cover on your website. And so during the off season, I, I'd really like for you to consider being a regular part of this show. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm very serious, uh, uh, very uh, interested in it. Since I have my own show, and my people won't even let me on it. <laughs> How about that? I pay the bills, and they won't even let me on my own show. So maybe I'll go, I'll go somewhere else and show them. Well, you gotta, yeah, you, you can do it in the studio or uh, over the phone, which would probably be, be uh, um, your preference, but. Uh, we just love to have you. Uh, you're a great interview, and you're very knowledgeable, and we, we want you on the show if, if we can get you. Hey, Bobby. Well, thank uh, you, guys. Before we let you go, the last time I talked to you in person, uh, 
and I'm going to take you up on this offer, but I haven't yet. You told me that to pick any race, and you get me tickets. So one one day I'm going to take you up on that. I just hadn't had the chance to do that yet. Well, I, I'm so glad you're talking to me these days after the way we beat you up in football on <laughs> Spartanburg High School Vikings when you were the JV quarterback. Oh, yeah. I don't the, oh no! You were the C team quarterback or JV? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we had you looking out of the ear hole a few times. Well, who there, is we? A whole bunch the of them. High D- <laughs> no, the, the senior defense. Oh, oh, oh! I see. Okay, I thought maybe you went to you went you went to Spartan High as well. Yes. Oh, okay. I was lined up across from you in practice like no, plenty of times. No, no. Well, this, this is Perry. I'm a whole lot older than you are. I, I, it oh, was, it's not Perry. Oh, y'all had the leather helmets then. <laughs> yeah, we were the Crimson. <laughs> we were the Crimson Tide. We weren't the Vikings yet. But, uh, Bobby, yeah, we, I'm talking about Joe. Yeah. I'm, thinking, I'm so glad Joe likes me still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I figured that out. Um, well, Bobby... Uh, Look, it's great having you on the show. I hope this will be a, a regular thing, maybe starting in February when we come back. And uh, and thank you so much, and stay healthy, and um, appreciate all you do informing the fans about uh, what's going on in drag racing and, and, and just being a good representative of Spartanburg and your sport. Hey, I love my Spartanburg. There's nothing... There, there's nothing, no place I'd ever want to live other than Spartanburg. I grew up my life, my whole life here. I uh, got caught sneaking in Spartanburg Dragway when I was a kid. And, and instead of people throwing me to the wolves, they saw a kid with passion. And, and you just never know that those kids with passion often grow up to become uh, adults in position. Yeah. Well, and, J- uh, Joe wants you to take him to a drag strip, so take him to Spartanburg Dragway, and that'll, uh, that ought to. Satisfying. I don't want to get shot. Yeah, we'll ta- <laughs> we'll take him down to Spartanburg, and hopefully, the same guy that met us at the gate with the Glock Nine won't meet us again. <laughs> okay, Bobby. <laughs> hey, appreciate you coming on the show, and um, you take care of yourself, and we'll talk to you next spring. Hey guys, thank you for having me. All right, thank you. That's Bobby Bennett, and uh, great interview. And we will uh, let's take a break. We're going to come back with Nelson Crozier. You're listening to Start Your Engines on. Fox Sports Spartanburg. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. Get ready for a slam dunk during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan. It's Markdown Madness, and you'll score big with huge savings and low payments on all your favorite Nissan models. Get in the zone in an all-new 2020 Nissan Sentra for only $129 per month. Take your pick. You can drive a 2020 Nissan Altima or Rogue for only $199 per month. Or score a new Titan pickup and save up to 30% off. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles, too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Vince knows high payments and slam dunk on savings during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan today. Low prices.
prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. The Dan Patrick Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400, now on FM at 98.3. Nelson Crozier is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now. Good morning, Nelson. How you doing, buddy? It's going pretty good. Well, it's great to have you. And uh, we saw some pretty good racing last week. And, uh, you know, I had to, I was texting you uh, shortly after that race ended last Sunday. And I had to win two races in a row to catch you in this, our standings. And I did. So uh, you and I are co champions. Well, that's good. Uh, we got to show everybody else what we got. Yeah. Um, so. What did we see last week? Uh, a new champion that uh, hadn't. Um, I guess he's. I guess he's come into his own now with uh, with the famous name of Elliot and joining his father, who won a championship in nineteen eighty eight. So uh, Chase, uh, you know, he uh, he got hot at the right time and uh, seemed very uh, like very much like he ha- didn't realize what had happened when he w- they were talking to him in Victory Lane and. I think he's going to be a good champion. I, I was glad to see it of the four, not only because I picked him, but because uh, I, I just, you know, he's he's a young, I don't know if he still qualifies as a young gun, but he's a, he's a good young man, and I, I was glad to, see, uh, glad to see him win it. Well, I'm glad to see him win it, too. Uh, 
Yeah, I guess they about wore that thing out probably last Sunday. The siren, as they call it. Um, Nelson, what, what? Looking back overall at the season, what do you take away from it? Because it was such a wacky season, and and uh, I mean, I personally, I'll be the first one to uh, criticize NASCAR, but they they did a pretty dadgum good job, I think, of of getting the season in. Oh, there's no question about that. And they showed all other sports, you know, this is the way to do it. Yep, they did. So, uh, so next year, uh, have you heard anything? I mean, I was just talking to Bobby Bennett, a, a drag racing expert, but, you know, it, are, are we going to do away with uh, um, qualifying and practice? I mean, uh, how What's going to happen next year? Because it seemed to work pretty well. I, I would think if nothing else, they might cut back on practice some. But what do you think? Uh, well, we're going to have uh, six to eight races where you're going to have qualifying and practice. The rest of them will be like we did this year. Okay, and what would that be? The new tracks? Because we're going to some new tracks this year, uh, next new year. New tracks, I don't have to listen me, but new tracks at Daytona and Talladega. Oh, okay, all right. So the new tracks would be the, the, the road course in Austin and the road course in uh, uh, Road America and Nashville and probably Bristol on dirt. <laughs> right. Well, Nelson, um, we got a lot of driver changes and, and things going on next year. And, of course, we lost, uh, or not, that's a bad way to put it. We've got the retirement of Jimmy Johnson. Of course, he's going to run... Indy cars on the road courses, but and uh, and and Clint Boyer, but um, can you recap some of the changes that are coming up, uh, driver and crew wise for next year? Well, Chase Briscoe uh, being the forty-four car, uh, sorry, the fourteen car. Uh, Kyle Larson will be in the number five hundred car. Uh, it will not have the personal service contracts with Chevrolet and. As far as I know, they have not announced a sponsor on that car yet. Okay, and um, and and Alex Bowman will be moving from the eighty-eight. Will I, will will he move from the to the forty-eight? Right? Will they keep that number forty-eight? And the forty-eight will be the court number there. And of course, you got the new team with uh, Michael Jordan. And right. the, that'll be the number 23 Toyota, as uh, as Alan calls it, the fifth Gibbs team. <laughs> and, right. And um, let's see, there's there's a couple of others. Uh, I think uh, Suarez is, is going with a new team, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Uh, right. And uh, new crew chief uh, there. I believe he'll have uh, Travis Matthews, crew chief. Uh, in the Xfinity series, Hemmer will be uh, in a Gibbs car. Uh, uh, Tiff will be uh, in a Cup car, and that uh, will sort of be what was uh, 32 car this year, but all uh, different. Uh, Tiny Lund's birthday today. Uh, you know, uh, if you go fast with what's the 32 team, and I guess we'll remain it. Um, you know, uh, they were going to run uh, six to eight races. And, 
course, Austin Cindric will spend one more year in Xfinity as the defending champion. The better school I to force, uh, you know, uh, the Texas uh, All-Star Race, which is based Montana, as we mentioned before, be a half-mile track in 2022. Clint Boyer, you know, at the Fox, uh, the uh, road course uh, down in Austin, uh, you know, I understand uh, you know, that will be a Speedway Motorsports race that they uh, lease the track, but I haven't confirmed that. Um, Eric Jones in the 43, uh, a Sheffield Ready, uh, most of your contracts, and you know, they'll be running the uh, elections you know, out of RCR. And you got to remember that uh, you know, they went with that uh, you know, deal where they're uh, supplying technology to. Uh, to the hundreds of cars and vice versa. And some of them are saying that's why Chase won the race because they had more RCR horsepower, but who knows? Uh, so RCR builds the engines for Hendrick? Uh, no, they're, they're collaborating because it, supposedly RCR engines had uh, much better uh, horsepower. And so they're... Uh, they were hard to believe, but they you know, gave a lot of secrets to Hendricks, and that's why the car ran better. But, you know, how much is fast and how much is fiction, but it was announced that it, there is a collaboration there. You know, uh, if I'm not mistaken, hadn't it been two or three years since Chevrolet even had a car in the final, that's uh, correct, yes. the final four? And so this year, uh, maybe that collaboration had something to do with them uh, not only getting in, but winning it. Because, uh, you know... When they had that last series of pit stops at Phoenix, uh, Logano had a very healthy lead. And I was like, well, you know, I, I don't think they can catch him. But i tell you what, uh, Chase Elliott ran him down, and it didn't look like it was too tough. And he ended up winning by almost three seconds. Right. And he had to start the back of the field, I believe. So she had a That's right. He started out at the back and had to pass everybody. Alan? And, and Perry, I tell you, I texted him last week and I told him I wish that Chevrolet would get Chevrolet and the Fords would get like Toyota's TRD program instead of each team being separated. You know, if you Chevrolet's would get their all their motor programs together, like he's talking about between Childers and Hendricks, then they could be more competitive with the Toyotas. Well, but yeah. you, don't you miss the days, though, when they used to talk about the engine builders and, uh, you know, like... Uh, oh, yeah. I miss them days, but you still got to do that TRD program. You're still competing with it, Perry. I mean, if you're going to compete with it, I, I sure do like Hendricks keeping his secrets over there and Richard Childers keeping his secrets. But you, at the end of the day, you still got to beat that Toyota team. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just... Uh, I'm too old. <laughs> I just like, I'm, but I mean, really, when they used to talk about uh, all the great engine builders, and, I, and if, if I start naming them, I'll probably leave out some obvious ones, but names that come to my mind were like Bud Moore or, or Daryl Moore, I guess, actually, the birthday boy. And uh, um, Greg's over there waving his hand. Greg was doing some of that. But I mean, people like... Uh, I wish Greg was sitting Waddell, here. Waddell, Waddell, Waddell Wilson, Waddell Wilson Runt, Junior Johnson, Junior, Junior Runt Johnson. Pittman. Yeah, Runt Pittman. You, yeah, I can list them all. Smoky Unit. Yeah, but I mean, you don't hear anybody 
mention a, uh, uh, an engine builder's name anymore. Yates. Yep. So I mean Nelson, it's just it's just like a a corporation rather than a, uh, a that you can't put a face on anymore. Well, not only that, uh, the number one engine builder friend now are the CNC machines. And what is that? Uh, well, you know, used to be people spent two hundred hours uh, you know, preparing to set the cylinder heads to put on the engine. Now you put a you know uh, put their cylinder head uh, in the machine, and it's all automated. Uh, your know, computer runs it. So now, if you find a cylinder head that is, quote, perfect, you can duplicate it. You put it in the machine, hit the button, now it comes a fully machined head. So rather than spend 200 hours and hope it's going to be the right uh, thing and not be, uh, you know, where you're going to drop a valve or you're going to drop uh, a swallow of floor out of the cylinder head because you uh, too thin in one spot, the machine knows exactly how you can go to the thousandth or ten thousandths of an inch. Yeah. Nelson, are you talking about a, a millicron machine? Uh, well, these five axis, uh, you know, it's a, a combination between uh, a milli machine, uh, a drill press, and a lathe all put into one. And you have five and six axis machines where you put it in, lock it down. And the machine does all the twisting and turning and everything that will turn out the perfect piece. Well, those are pretty expensive machines. Do, do the shops have their own or do they They do? Absolutely. Not their own. They have, I think, hundreds. And I don't call me on this. I think they have 48 CNC machines. Wow. That's some money. <laughs> right. And, of course, that's for, uh, you know, where uh, you know, the, uh, the Haas uh, teams... Uh, you know, Haas makes, uh, I shouldn't say the majority, I think he makes uh, some, his entry-level machines are much less expensive than some of the other teams, but he's supposed to be the number one manufacturer in the world of CNC machines because, uh, I don't know, just because they're better or because uh, you know, they're less expensive. Well, these laser design, uh, laser inspected cars, and uh, and everything that they go through is just, uh, I don't know. It's just they, to me, they've just about taken the mechanic out of it, uh, and uh, except for things that happen on the fly during the race, uh, it's uh, you know with with the crew itself. It, to, to me, it's it's not as good, but I guess it's you know it's, it's getting bulletproof. That's it. And, you know, and now with this new car coming in 2022, and oh, by the way, uh, it's coming with in Charlotte. Uh, you'll have two cars, uh, you know, testing this 2022 uh, model car. And be the first time when you'll have two uh, of the new cars on the track at the same time. Yeah. I think Alan Hill was telling us something. I mean, uh, Mike Hill was telling us about that last week. He wouldn't disclose who the drivers were, but I think I read something about it during the week, and I don't remember who I read was one of the drivers. But, uh, well, we're up against a hard break, uh, Nelson, and uh, I just want to thank you for coming on the show. I know sometimes it was pretty tough for you to make it, and sometimes you couldn't make it, but you sound great, and uh, hopefully um, 
hopefully we can uh, interview you someday back at the track when you used to have to find a quiet spot to talk to us. Well, there was no question about that, and that was much uh, easier said than done. Well, I tell you what, you're a treasure, and uh, we love having you on the show. Your insight, and uh, uh, you just uh, we you're an irreplaceable piece. And uh, thank you so much for coming on. And take care of yourself during the next twelve weeks. And hopefully, we'll talk to you February the thirteenth. Okay, sounds good. Uh, you all have a good holiday season. You um, you have a merry Christmas. And I uh, heard one joke. If we have time, you got forty uh, seconds. Okay, I can get it in. Uh, gentleman said, "Well, we're not going to uh, still have Thanksgiving this year because we don't have ten people going to be governor, but we're going to have a funeral for the turkey, and uh, you know, by morning the death of the turkey, we can have thirty people here to celebrate uh, the passing." <laughs> hey, Nelson, appreciate it, man. And um, we'll talk to you next year, and you have a great holiday, too. Okay, you too. All right. Sure later. Thank you. That's Nelson Crozier. Who is he? The smartest man out here. Uh, he is. Uh, smartest man out here? Yes, sir. Uh, that's I'm going to tell you, it's, it's, we know he's always the smartest man I know. Well, that's right. We're coming back. You're listening to Start Your Engines. Spartanburg's radio home for University of South Carolina football is Fox Sports 1400 WSPG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. We are Fox Sports. And here's what you need to know. The Pittsburgh Steelers this morning activated Ben Roethlisberger from the COVID list, so he will play tomorrow against the Bengals for the 8-0 Steelers, who are the only remaining undefeated team in the NFL. Ian Rappaport reports that the Minnesota Vikings have released guard Pat Elfline. Round two of the Masters wrapped up earlier this morning and round three getting underway as we speak. Five-way tie for the lead at nine under par overall between Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, who shot a six under 66 in the second round, Justin Thomas, Abraham Answer, and Cameron Smith. Tiger Woods seconds ago parred his first hole of round three, so he remains at five under par overall. Four shots off the lead earlier this morning. Tiger completed a one under 71 in the second round. Bryson DeChambeau did make the cut, but he is at nine over, uh, nine off the Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. 
Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design Design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engine. 20 years of trying, 20 years of frustration. Dale Earnhardt will come to the caution flag to win the Daytona 500. Here is your racing team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black. Local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill. Track reporter and racing insider Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. And welcome back to, to uh, the second hour of Start Your Engines and the last hour for 2020. And I can't think of a better way to get it going than with Spartanburg's own Xfinity driver and a driver that we uh, sponsor occasionally and cover extensively every week, Jeremy Clemens. Good morning, Jeremy. Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? Thanks we're, for having me. Well, we're doing great. And thanks for coming on the show with us. We... Uh, um, look forward to talking to you I, I think we talked to you one other time this year earlier in the season but you know with the with the covid and everything uh we took seven weeks off and i it, it seems like this season was two different seasons but uh thanks for coming on and uh, uh you maybe not want to hear this but congratulations on um i mean what i would say was a pretty successful year i mean you, you didn't make the playoff but you were the first guy that didn't make the playoff and I think for those last uh, 10 races or whatever it was, every week we'd say uh, Jeremy's in 13th and uh, he's like leading this, uh, leading that class. So uh, um, just congratulations on a safe season and, and actually a real good last race finishing 10th. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we definitely gave it all we had and uh, just came up a few points short there. And... You know, we started off such in a hole this year. Uh, three out of the first four races, we something broke, and it was just, man, that was tough to get out of. So, 
Uh, and then there was some wrecks here and there that got us behind and parts failure. So that's just the way it is. But uh, we're already ramping up, getting our cars uh, all disassembled, recertified, and all the stuff you got to do uh, to to be better for next year. So I'm I'm definitely excited for next year already, and uh, feel like we'll be even better. And I was sure was glad we were able to end the season off on a strong note, finishing. 10th at Phoenix, and we ran in the top 10 during the race a yeah. lot, finished ninth, first or the second stage, and yeah, we got a lot of speed that we found, so uh, hopefully we can keep working on it and be even better next year. Yeah, no doubt about it, Jeremy. We could, we, like I say, we'd love to talk to you all the time, and y- y'all have had a good year, and I know y'all kind of went through an adjustment period last year because uh, y'all changed your chassis around and went to a different combination, and uh, like I say, you got to be to be the first guy that don't make the playoffs. You got to be running awful good to do that, and you've done that. And I, I find like you, I think next year, uh, y'all found some speed somewhere. I don't know if uh, if your daddy spent more time in a motor shop or it was that Fox yeah. sticker they put on the car. It was a sticker. That it was. <laughs> yeah. It was. It, it was that sticker that That's done right. it all. But uh, exactly. But uh, no, we we love pulling for y'all and and. It just gets back the same thing. It takes a lot of them rectangular dollars uh, to do it, and just a little bit more. And, and I mean, y'all been able to do wonderful things with minimal amounts of money. And uh, but I, I think you're gonna run real good next year. I mean, uh, you can't help when parts break. You can't help when a car spins out in front of you. I mean, a lot of those things. But, uh, uh, we just took it to have you on. Yeah, thank you again. And uh, man, Fox Sports coming on board for four or five races there was was really nice. And I really appreciate Ryan Delaney and Ryan, uh, the host. I don't know his last name. Clary. My head. Ryan Clary. Uh, Ryan Clary. Okay. He's already He's sent me a text this morning saying to leave this interview on his desk. So I think it'll, <laughs> it may get played more during the week. He's going to give me hell for that. So uh, I, I know Ryan, both Ryan's well. I just say it was Ryan Delaney yesterday. And uh, I, I think we've got a good friendship between the three of us now. And uh, look forward to uh, seeing what we can do together for next year, too. But, um, yeah, I mean, in racing, you always got to try to keep improving. And because the other teams are doing it, you can't just stay still and bring the same things you ran. So. Yeah, there was some races where we tried different things. And, you know, with the COVID stuff, there was no practice for the most 90% of the time. I think we got practice at the Indy Road Course, and that was about it. But if you showed up and you were trying something to be faster and it didn't work uh, and you just adjusted the whole race to get decent, it was really tough, some of those races. So made our jobs harder, but there at the end, we just kind of went back to what we knew. Uh, would work and it might not be as fast speed wise but it wouldn't drop off and once the tires wear out so uh and then we went to martinsville for the first time and didn't really have a clue what to put in the car there (laughs) it's totally different honestly like as far as there's no aero there and the things we do at the other tracks or it's all aero stuff so uh we we've got a little notebook for martinsville for next year we run there twice uh, so that was my first time there too but yeah you're just always learning you're always trying to make everything better and make more speed and yeah we got a uh tony and glenn my my dad and uncle they're in the engine shop and 
they're really pounding out those dirt those dirt engines those are the best in the in the country no doubt and i just want them to pound on mine a little bit more well <laughs> so, I, I, I know during hopefully the, i was listening to one uh watching one race on television and uh clint boyer was was saying some great things about y'all's engines on his dirt cars yeah they i mean i'm not even just saying that because they're my family they work day and night i mean they're there right now working uh i mean it's crazy how much they're really behind they've got 30 40 brand new engine people have ordered and then they've backed up on rebuilds and uh they can't they can't get them out fast enough so it's really cool to see the success of them uh at the same time like i said i want to be a little uh I, I want them to work on mine too so uh that's that's the hard part about it we're we're able to, to race in the NASCAR Xfinity Series really because we save a lot of money building our own engines. That's a huge expense yeah. that if you had to lease them or buy them that we saved the money from. So, uh, you know, those the dirt, the dirt lay model engines and those NASCAR Xfinity engines are just totally different animals. So there's a lot of R&D things that we need to try and do and buy parts for for our engines to make them better to keep up with the the bigger teams and hey man when you're when you're searching for tenths of a second uh it, it, you don't need much so uh if we find 10 15 horsepower that that's really big and uh but yeah i know they'll they'll hopefully work on it i'm gonna pound on them in the off season here and uh i'm excited like i said i really am i've got a new crew chief for next year already he's starting monday and uh well, who's that gonna be give him some uh air time yeah, Mark Setzer. Uh, he's actually coming from Johnny Davis Motorsports. Uh, he was there for two years, and before that, he was at uh, uh, PPM with with uh, Brandon Godovic of the Forty Six Car. And always they they were in a full time team at that point. When they showed up, they would run pretty good, and I was always impressed by that. So that caught my eye, and I remembered that. And then uh, me and Mark have been just talking here and there, and uh, finally, we're able to work up a, a deal to get together. So, uh, yeah, we're, I'm excited to have a crew chief over the off season to start now, start preparing for next year, you know, everything that he wants to do and show him our notebook and all the stuff that it takes. So, uh, yeah, we're not we're not just resting uh, right now. We're, we're already hard at it. Well, Jeremy, uh, next time you go to Marksville, just put one of them dirt late models engines in that car and just watch yeah. NASCAR whenever you raise the hood. <laughs> yeah, I wish so. Hey, if you'll pay the fine, we'll do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, so we just made an mis- honest mistake. It was sitting in our shop. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't imagine that fine. It'd be like $50,000. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, when y'all um, ran on the road course at Daytona and... Um, when you went there the second time this year, did y'all have any practice at all on that? Or was that just blind uh, racing on it for the first time? Yeah, that was blind. That was that's like crazy. I said earlier, the, yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought. The Indy Road Course was the only track that we had practiced on. And I, I really don't even know why. You know, I don't remember if they told us. or A lot of times we're not told much. We're just, this is what it is. And uh, this is what you're going to do. And that's it. You know, if you're... We're just kind of the monkeys in the circus, though. <laughs> um, yeah, like the Daytona Road Course was completely blind, and then to make it even more fun, it was raining before the race, and uh, 
there there was puddles everywhere and uh at the start of the race they had a okay you can come in and put in put on rain tires or leave your slicks on and the track was half wet half dry puddles different places but yeah just to make it more interesting but uh we kept we kept our slicks on and Man, you hit a freaking puddle, and it was you. You 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 would pucker up. So uh, well, at that track, going that kind of speed, but we we finished sixth that race, which yeah. was awesome. And well, what about the, what about the rain at the Roval? I mean that that was uh, a, 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 I, that was I, undoable. I don't know how they had that race. I still have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the Halloween guy. You ought to like that. It was awful. I didn't enjoy it just because I couldn't see, and our wiper broke really early, and just mm. not being able to see made it really, really treacherous. And that place is don't have good drainage, so you know they've never even raced the rain there. And and this road course is only two years old, so they didn't have any idea. There was puddles, big, huge puddles everywhere. You couldn't see. So, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that, and I was really complaining on the radio a lot about, like, hey, NASCAR, we need to, like, this is this is crazy. This is, this is really unsafe, and I'm not even scared. I'm not scared to get hurt at all or wreck a car. problem is it costs so much to fix those things yeah. and so much work. So I'm like... We shouldn't be out here having to do this. This is, this is really unfair for us. But. Well, in some places, the splitter was underwater. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. And then it made me mad. I, I screwed up at the coming to the white flag. Yes. I think I was running ninth. Yeah. And I freaking was following the guy in front of me, the 93. And he hit a puddle, I guess, coming through the chicane to hit, take the white flag. And I, I'm just hit the same thing. And we both missed the chicane. Yeah. You have to come to a complete stop. And. I finished 16th, so that, that really made me mad. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that on, on the show. Now, I'm not looking at the schedule for next year, so, uh, uh, but are you guys, first of all, are you going to run that road course in uh, Austin? And are you going to run, yeah. are you going to run on dirt at Bristol? Yeah, so the next year's schedule looks uh, pretty exciting to me. It uh, does. I just, pulled, I just pulled it up, but um, we start Daytona February 13th, and then go to homestead and then the west coast swing and there's a lot of a lot of races every week and then we go to yeah that that road course you just talked about in may may 22nd that's and the then one, we go back that's, Nash, that's the one in austin right yeah the circuit the of the americas yeah yep, and that place looks really fun and i and i can't wait to uh get on iRacing and, and get on there. I, I hope we get practice there, but I guess if we don't, we'll just deal with it. <laughs> Who knows? As long as it's not raining. Well, yeah, you. yeah. Well, we'll still race in the rain, and, and by <laughs> God, you better be ready for that. Well, Jeremy, like I say, they got to do uh, something like with the Roval. Uh, I don't think they researched that thing enough. I mean... Uh, you know, we, the Daytona Road Course, they've run the 24 hours for years. We've run it before. And they've got runoff situations handled better. And uh, I didn't even like the idea of them calling it a roval. To me, if you start turning left and right, it's a road course. But uh, yeah. to, to go to some of these places blind and then not let the driver and, and mechanics practice a little bit and see what the heck you got. You know, NASCAR, that's kind of getting a little bit too good to them. 
uh, is putting a lot of pressure on the team, the drivers, especially at a place like like Charlotte's Road Course. Uh, I think I think that they, they need to go back and, and let the guys practice. I mean, you you can try a couple of motors. Uh, let the guys be more creative. I mean, it, it does help yeah. a lot. It puts a lot of pressure on the team and the drivers. And I don't like that. But you are going to run on the dirt at Bristol, right? No, sir. Oh We're, no, it's only it's only the Cup Series. Oh, which I was I was definitely shocked over to be honest. So we only race. They took a race from Bristol away from us. Uh, oh, so we only raced okay. once, and that and that sucked because I love Bristol. It's one of our better tracks, and we always run good there. So I hate that happen, but uh. Yeah, what do you do? Hell, I might try to find a cup ride if I can pony up enough money to get in a good car. Who knows? You never know. Yeah, I, I might. I might be my cup debut. <laughs> well, that'd be great. Well, Jeremy, some of these road courses, you actually go in the opposite way. How does that feel in race car? Oh, it's a lot of fun. I love the road courses just because. I don't know. You kind of you can really hustle the car a lot and make up for for things that you might not have against the better teams and uh, like over braking you can get in the corners really hard and out break those guys and uh keep your tires under you and uh just drive the car really hard and uh the, a lot of the ovals uh say the mile and a half like your texas or even when we race charlotte the mile and a half uh you you obviously are driving hard but when you're in the gas you know 90 percent of the tr- of the whole track there's not a lot you can do as a driver until um, tires start wearing out. You can move your line, but the car has got to be fast, if that makes sense. So uh, the road courses, uh, it's just a lot more fun. You can kind of compensate for what you might be lacking, like I said. So uh, we got six road courses next year, so that's that's really awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I know you like. You run good on the road courses, and we mention that every week when uh – I mean, when we're looking at the schedule and if there's a road course coming up for Xfinity, it's always like, well, Jeremy does good on these. And uh, I tell you, we, we spend a lot of time talking about you, Jeremy, and we're up against well, the break. You. Well, we're up against the break right now, but it's it's a, it's great having you on the show. And I am I know all of us here are very proud to see uh, Fox uh, uh, sponsorship on your car, and I, I hope that will continue next year. I, I, I don't... You know better than I do if it will or not, but I think it's I think it's great for us here at the station. It's uh, it's it's inspirational. You know, it makes us really want to um, be involved in the sport, and and we we really appreciate you coming on the show, and and uh, just the best of luck to you, and have a have a good holidays, and hopefully we'll talk to you next year a couple of times. Yeah, thank you guys so much, and I really appreciate you guys' support. And anytime uh, you need me, I'm always available to to come on your show. So thanks again to Fox Sports for coming on board, and I think you definitely will see them next year on the car, and look forward to that. And I also want to say thank you to our local sponsors that don't get plugged enough, like Carolina Driveline, Elite Towing, and Circle Body Shop, and Parse Car Wash. So thank those guys uh, without you all. You know, it'd be a lot harder to do this. So, uh, appreciate everybody's support, and we'll talk soon. Okay, Jeremy. Thank you so much for coming on the show, and um, good luck to you. We'll talk to you next year. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right. Thank you. That's Jeremy Clements, who, uh, our local driver, and uh, I just can't do more than wish him all the luck in the world, and I'm glad our station's backing him. I think it's great, Barry. And, you know, we've, 
we've always supported what Jeremy and Tony and those guys were doing. And uh, the granddaddy contributed a lot to racing. And it's this great, you know, Spartanburg used to be the hub. Now it's Charlotte. And I know we've been over it a thousand times, but uh, he's our local guy. Yeah. And he runs good. And anybody that can help, they need to help them because Spartan, I mean, Anyway, we go on for hours about yeah, that. Yeah, and we're he, up against... He, he's our team. We're up against the break, and we want to take it right now and come back and go out on the West Coast and talk to Mark Hauser. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Want to talk racing with the guys? Call the Sign Force hotline now at 864-468-1400. Start Your Engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirit's tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirit's carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirit's apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirit's. Reedville Road on Spartanburg's West Side, where customer service is the difference. Said no one ever. I love waking up to cold cereal. Nothing satisfies like dry granola. No. Here we say good morning with sizzling sausage. Biscuits baked to perfection. The enticing aroma wafting from your freshly prepared breakfast. So make your morning easy and mix and match a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, or hash browns. Any two for just $2. It's McDonald's easy on the go breakfast. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Single item at regular price. Value when product served. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Fox Sports 1400 is now bigger and better than ever. Why? You were on an FM station. Because we're now on the FM dial at 98.3. Fox Sports 1400. Now bigger and better at 98.3 FM. And welcome back to the last show of the season, last show of 2020 for Start Your Engines. And, man, it is a great pleasure to welcome on an old hand around here on Garner Road and in the press boxes of uh, Snyder Field. Well, not Snyder Field. I guess it's Gibbs <laughs> Stadium. I was thinking about when I played for Spartan Eye. It might well be in. Mark Hauser. Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning, Perry and Greg and everybody. Uh, just... Perry, you're kind of right. I think it was my first uh, maybe three or four years calling Wofford. The games were still at Snyder Field. So you're not entirely incorrect. Well, it's I think it's still the soccer field, but uh, we got Joe Delaney sitting in with us here, too. I'm sure you're familiar with Joe. Absolutely. Hey, Joe. Hey, Mark. How's it going? Good, good, going great. Hey, listen, I heard your interview with Jeremy Clements, and please let your brother know that there is space on my school bus for a Fox Sports <laughs> decal. <laughs> he'll send you one, but I don't know if he'll pay you anything to put it on. Uh, well, you know, I'm trying to raise a little money for the school district. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with asking. 
You know, I've got on my phone here, you know, you, you got all the people in your directory and it's got their occupation. And I do have bus driver next to you, Mark. Well, there you go. There you go. That, that's one of that's one of several jobs I've had since move, we've moved out here. Well, I should have, I should put broadcasting legend or sportscasting oh, legend. Oh gosh, yeah, Perry yeah, called you one time. That that would be a stretch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Perry caught you one time. He's supposed to be out there driving a the school bus and <clears throat> going back home and all this stuff, which is great. And then the uh, next thing you know, uh, I think your daughter was tuning in your radio or something. I was tuning it in. You was tuning it in, and, and you, he's announcing UCLA versus Washington State college basketball big time. And we thought he was going out there to retire, and uh, <laughs> and he's, he's, he's doing a national deal announcing but yeah walford misses you a real bunch and 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 we do and i do and uh like i say i want to stay in touch with you at least a few times a year anyway because you're so good to us and supporting the show and really an asset to spartanburg and walford and and a lot of things and we, we miss you a bunch well i appreciate that greg and i miss a whole lot of people back in spartanburg as well it uh it was very good to uh, my family, and it was good to me. Uh, so, yeah, there are a lot of folks I, I do miss. Well, uh, Mark, do you um, is your name still in the hat for doing some, some broadcasting? Or are you totally are you totally done with it? Well, I, I would possibly be a, a candidate to do some games for Westwood One. Um, in fact, after I did that game a couple of years ago in Seattle, I was told I may get some more assignments. However, as you guys are aware of, COVID has kind of taken over everything, and, and opportunities for guys like me are, are dwind, have dwindled, and, and who knows when they're going to come back full bore. So I'm going to assume at this point that there's nothing out there, which is fine. I mean, I did it for 40 years, and honestly, I don't. I don't miss it that much. Uh, I'm enjoying our, our new lives out here. Um, but if they were to call, I, I certainly would do a game or two because it's fun. Uh, and, you know, it, it pays pretty good. Well, you're you're pretty much in an isolated area out there, aren't you? And I, I know I checked with you one time a few, I don't know, a month or so ago when the fires were really raging. You weren't anywhere near the fires, I think you, you said. But has the COVID... This is sort of a two-pronged question uh, about the fires, and and has the COVID really affected the area that you're in that much? I know it affects the whole country, but you're sort of out in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah, we are. Um, you know, it's 120 miles to the nearest grocery, you know, supermarket. We've got a little <laughs> uh, gr- grocery store across the street, like a, a general store uh, that I started working at because it's fun. Uh, but no, uh, the fires got the west side of the state uh, over on the other side of the Cascade Mountains, Perry, and it was bad. I mean, I've met people who've lost everything. Um, the, the nearest fire to us that had any major impact on people's property was about two, 300 miles away. Now, we did get smoked in for about two, two straight weeks. Uh, we couldn't see a darn thing. Mm. Uh, all the hills and mountains around where we live were, you just couldn't see them because we were socked in by the fire smoke, both from Western Oregon and coming out of California. Uh, as far as COVID goes, uh, we have had a couple of isolated cases here, uh, but you've got to try to, I, I'll try to 
give an idea as to what this is like here. So our county, Harney County, is the size of the state of Massachusetts, which is, you know, from one end to the other is about 115 miles from mm-hmm. Boston to uh, the border with New York State. So it's the size of Massachusetts. Massachusetts has almost 7 million people. Our county has 7,400 people. It is very sparsely populated. Um, we've had anywhere between 30 and 50 COVID cases, which is not a great number. Uh, but in our part of the county, uh, away from, you know, what little urban area we have, so far, fingers crossed, things have, have been pretty good. Well, you know, I, I think about you a lot when when California is always, you know, in the news about the fires and, and other parts of California, the, you know, as I listen to, I watch CBS News nightly and last night, you know, they're the governor and everybody's thinking about really closing things down. So, uh, but you're, um, you're north of there. You're up in, you're in Oregon or Washington. You're in Oregon. 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 That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. uh, um, you know, you just, just stay safe up there. And, uh, God, it's great to hear your voice. Uh, you are, you've got the best radio voice. Greg and I have said this a long time. You, you just, you sound so good calling the games. Yeah. I tell you, uh, I don't know what Walford's saying, but I loved it when, when Mark was, announcing the football games and he just made it exciting and one of them in particular was uh, a couple of times Walford go down there and, and they had a real good team and they had Clemson flat, flat on the ropes uh, uh, a couple of games and uh, Mark was saying I mean it, it got so embarrassing that that, that, uh, that they were hesitant to, to, to give Walford a touchdown was clearly a touchdown I mean it 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 uh, it meant a lot to people in Spartanburg because we listened to Walford. You know, we pull for Walford and local teams, and Walford and Clemson, and well, not well, not so much Clemson, Carolina, and uh, you just meant a lot to the radio station and Spartanburg community. And hopefully, you can come back someday and spend a little bit of time with us. Well, yeah, well, maybe when this COVID thing clears up, Jen and I can come on out during the summer months. It would be nice to see everybody. Um, and as far as, you know, calling the games, I appreciate the kind words. And I do remember Wofford made Clemson nervous a couple of times on the football field. And then probably the best one, even though Wofford ended up losing, was the, the game we played down at South Carolina when Spurrier was there. Yeah. And and it was seven seven going into the fourth quarter. <laughs> I was there and I was sweating it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was seven seven going into the fourth quarter, and at one point, I was calling it, and there were like thirteen minutes to go, and I said something like thirteen minutes remaining in regulation, and Henson looked at me. He said, he gave, just, "Henson just gave me one of that those looks that said, oh, man, now you're really you're really taunting with him.'" And then a little while later in that game, um, South Carolina had the ball inside the Wofford ten, and I don't know if you recall this, uh, Perry. Yeah, I do. But Spurrier used two timeouts before even running a single play. Yep. Uh, and I, I, I look, we were right next door to the South Carolina radio booth, and, you know, Todd Ellis and Tommy Suggs are in there. And I saw Todd Ellis after Spurrier used that second timeout. I saw Todd Ellis rip the headphones off his ears and, like, 
<laughs> just about throw his headset across the room. He was so mad. And I, I, I looked at Henson when we went to a commercial break for that second time out. And I said something to the effect of, well, even if Wofford doesn't win, we've accomplished something. We've really, <laughs> we really kicked off South Carolina fans. And I remember uh, after that game, I sat at the bottom of the elevator. I was waiting to get picked up. I had my equipment all packed. And at the bottom of the elevator to the press box, that's where all the big donors for the Gamecocks right. come out of the, 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 you know, the high roller stuff. Mm-hmm. And man, you would have thought they lost. They looked so mad. They were just so upset that little old Wofford had given them a game. Uh, it was, it was kind of fun to watch. <laughs> little old Wofford could beat a lot of teams a whole lot bigger than they were. And, uh, and who could ever forget? Now, I, I ran into Doug Lau just about two days ago and, uh, I don't ever, I don't bring it up to him every time I see him, but the Spartan High Championship game that was stolen by Somerville. Um, uh, I, I was sitting by the fireplace with my kids hanging on every syllable of that game when uh, uh, they didn't give us the winning basket. Yeah, uh, I, I called that game with Phil Cox on the radio um, against we were listening. Somerville. We were listening. And when Zycorian Robinson made that, what was it, eighty foot shot or however far it was, and the the officials huddled up and took it away, I just, oh my gosh! And my, I understand the rule is if the buzzer goes, it doesn't count. I get it, but there was a little piece of me that said, you know what? If it's really, really close, and a guy makes an eighty foot shot. <laughs> Shouldn't humanity just dictate you give it to him? <laughs> but the, the 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 film footage that I remember of that, the ball is out of his hands when the 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 red light around the the glass uh, backboard lit up. I mean, it was a legit shot, the way I remember it. Well, I remember seeing two. In fact, Ken Griner, you remember Ken Griner from Channel Seven? Yes. Oh yeah. He sent he sent us. A few different camera angles, and what I remember, Perry, was one camera angle that looked like the ball's out of his hand. Another camera, you really couldn't tell. I mean, it was that close, and a third camera angle, uh, it looked like he didn't get it off in time. And I do remember one of the shots showed the official under the basket that the the official under the basket at the other end of the floor. Um, where the, uh, the the basket where the ball went in, I saw him waving off the shot as it was in the air. He was already saying the shot wasn't taken in time. So the officials probably went off that and made their call. Um, but again, from the three different angles, it was you couldn't really tell. High school didn't use replay back then. I don't know if they've gone to it since in South Carolina, but high school did not use replay. They made the call. But again, there's just a little piece of me. I'm like, come on, man. If it's that close, give the kid the shot. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Yeah, well, Doug and I think it was a good shot. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I, I, I remember it made national yeah. news, too. Yeah, and, and do you remember the best player on the floor that night? It was not uh, uh, one of the Vikings. Uh, no, uh, Doug Lau? It, uh, no, <laughs> no, no, not Doug Lau. It was I saw not Doug, Doug play Lau. a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> it was A.J. Green for Somerville who went on, of course, oh. to play at Georgia and now is in the NFL. Yeah, he's a, Boy, that, that guy was a cut above ever. I mean, he wasn't, uh, he didn't make his living playing football. 
but you could just tell as an athlete on the basketball court, this guy was going to be special, and he ended up playing uh, pro football. Yeah. Um, Mark, we're, we're pretty much up against the break here, but just tell us a few things about what Mark does every day and uh, <laughs> what, what what you got going on uh the rest of uh, uh you know during the holidays and 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 you your daughters are both out of college right right yeah i've got uh, emma is a wofford graduate she's living about 4 hours from us in bend which is a city with about 100,000 people she got a spanish degree from wofford and she is working as a medical interpreter for a pediatric clinic over there my other daughter samantha uh, got two degrees from USC Upstate, and she is living about 85 miles from us in a tiny little place called Diamond, Oregon, and she is teaching at the public school there. It's K through eight. She has three <laughs> three students, though they may have an influx of new kids this year, next year, and she may have as many as six or seven students. Uh, and Jen and I work for the school here in Fields, which is the little place where we live. Uh, the school is K through eight. There are fifteen students. Jennifer teaches K through three, and I drive the school bus. And you guys, being a, a, a racing show, uh, will be interested to know that I average about one hundred and eighty miles a day driving the bus, and about a hundred and fifteen of that is on dirt roads. It, wow. It's 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 a different world out here, but we really are enjoying it. Well, I tell you what, it's so great to hear you, and we'll we'll get you a fox sticker for your bus. Yeah, I think that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch more near Yeah, we'll Perry there. reintroduce those. He had there you go. Up. And, and the local folks will have no idea what that is. That'd well, be that's, great. That you can educate <laughs> them. And uh, I tell you what, Mark, it's, it's just fantastic talking to you. And we do text uh, every once in a while during the year. And I uh, hope we will continue to do that. And I enjoy the pictures that you put on uh, of you and Jen with the beautiful, uh, uh, usually the backdrop of something gorgeous sunset with the mountains and uh it's just great talking to you again well wonderful talking to you guys i hope everybody's well i hope your families are well and uh please tell everybody at the radio station we're thinking about them sure will mark thanks for coming on and you take care all right see ya all right bye-bye that's mark hauser good to talk to mark great voice i tell you he He's fantastic. I figured he'd go out there and wind up being the voice of the what's what's the football? Oregon's got a foot, college football team, the Ducks. Or the what? Ducks, yeah. I figured he'd wind up being the voice of the Ducks. Well, <laughs> the voice of the Ducks. That's got well, a he, nice ring to it. That's right. The but voice he, of the Ducks. But, and, you know, he talked about uh, the last time we talked to him about the local high school. I think they only play like seven on seven because they don't have enough students. And, uh, they used to play six man or seven man football right at right well, during World War Two, I think. But you know he has to. It's like a two hour drive to find the other team. So uh, <laughs> spend more time trying to find the field or who you're gonna play than than. Well, they ain't got time enough to do to have so many players and run so many games. But I tell you what, that's probably a great life out there if that's the life that you want. I personally, uh, like it a little busier than. Uh, being on a first name basis with chipmunks and groundhogs and things and deer but um i tell you what let's take our last break here and we're gonna come back and wrap up 2020 and get the local scene from uh alan hill you're listening to start your engines on fox sports 1400 
It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Man, I need a new car, but I have no idea where to look. Have you tried Impex Pre-Owned at Bowling Springs? Pre-Owned? I'm not looking for something with lots of mileage on it. That's why you need to go to Impex Pre-Owned, because they have a huge selection of new model cars and trucks with low mileage. Well, that sounds great, but i got to stick to my budget. And that's another reason why you need to check out Impex Pre-Owned. New model cars with low mileage at thousands less than you'll find anywhere else. Call Yvette today at 864-327-9297 or check out ImpexPreOwned.com. Impex Pre-Owned. Quality used cars made easy. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Hey, this is Ryan Clary. Lately, I've been eating one home-cooked meal after another. I'm talking million-dollar spaghetti, Mexican lasagna, chicken tetrazzini. I can't cook at all, and my wife's a great cook, but she has a full-time job. So neither of us have time to feed our three little ones a home-cooked meal. Many of you listening can relate one way or another. Who has the time? Mama Sue's does. That's right. Mama Sue's on East Henry Street in Spartanburg has homemade meals daily for you to pick up. Place an order online or stop in at Mama Sue's. Also check out their $5 lunch specials. Mama Sue's, open Monday through Friday, 10 to 6. The weather has finally cooled down, and football season is finally here. Whether you'll be tailgating at a game or at the house this season, you'll still need ice. Twice the Ice has 12 convenient ice houses located throughout the county. Twice the Ice is affordable and is never touched by human hands. Get a 10-pound bag for $1.25 or a 16-pound bag or 20-pound bulk for $1.75. And it's available 24 hours a day using cash, credit, or debit card. To find a Twice the Ice location near you, visit SpartanburgWaterIce.org. So, what if you're walking out to your car after work today and it's been mashed by a runaway garbage truck? Yep, State Farm has an agent for that. Having your own State Farm agent means having a real person there to help you when things go wrong. So when accidents happen, you've got someone you know who will be there when you need them. Cliff Gobert in Spartanburg is that State Farm agent. Cliff's got your back when things go wrong. Call Cliff Gobert on East Main Street today, 597-1200. That's 597-1200. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I've seen the bookmarks on your computer. Gmail, Google. Where are we? Why are we not bookmark worthy? Go away. Don't talk to me. I hope your car radio explodes. Okay, I take it back. But please, bookmark SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. And welcome back to the last 20 minutes, actually the last 13 minutes and 20 seconds of uh, Start Your Engines. And Alan, you uh, 
Um, oh, no, we're going to go to Ronnie. We got Ronnie Black called in, and uh, I almost forgot about you there, Ronnie. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> uh, doing, doing pretty good. Just sitting here, still isolating myself. Had no idea in March when I told you that I didn't think I was going to come back yet that it would last this long and even longer. Well, I'm telling you, I've already said it a couple of times on the show today. After this uh, and the trip to Applebee's, I'm probably going to tune it down myself a little bit because it's getting it's getting worse out there. It's not getting any better. Well, I read an article this morning that uh, uh, beds in the Spartanburg hospitals are almost at capacity. Yeah. So just want to warn everybody, be careful. This thing's not something to play with. But I want to tell you guys how much I've missed being there with you, how much I've missed talking to the folks on the radio. And hopefully by the time we come back, I'll be sitting there beside you again. Well, I hope so. Uh, that should be February the 13th, the day before Valentine's Day and the day before the Daytona 500. So uh, uh, if it's any sooner than that, I'll let you know. And I, I hope we can even do it by then. I, maybe this thing will be under control and maybe we'll even have a vaccine by then. But, Ronnie, as I've said a hundred times, you're always a part of the show and you call in any time you want to. All right, I appreciate it, guys. Y'all take care of yourself and I will see everybody in February. Okay, we'll talk to you then and have a good holiday. I'll be talking to you or texting with you before oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Take care of yourself, buddy. All right, bye-bye. All right, bye. Now, Alan, now right. you can go. <laughs> All right, uh, got some bad news here. Carolina Speedway has announced that they have uh, concluded their 2020 season, so uh, there'll be no more racing at Carolina Speedway, so... Uh, Let's get to a couple of racetracks that's going to be racing. Lawrence County Speedway. They'll be uh, hosting their last race tonight. It'll be a double points race. Uh, that means, you know, when you win, you get double the points. And in their Thunder Bomber division, only seven points separate Reed Niedershire from Dylan Chapel. So that'll be a good championship title fight right there tonight at Lawrence County Speedway. Uh don't forget, driver's meeting there is going to be at 5 o'clock. Hot laps will be at 5.30, so you need to get there a little bit earlier than what you're used to down there at Lawrence County Speedway. Also, Lawrence County Sheriff's Office, bring a toy so they can donate it to underprivileged kids come Christmas time. And I don't know of a better way yep. to stay in good friends with the police at the Speedway is <laughs> to bring a truckload of toys. There you go. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> all the other racing we got going on, if you want to travel just a little bit further, go down to Livonia Speedway. Livonia Speedway's just across the line there in Georgia. They got the Georgia State Championships going on there. It's a three-day event. Started last night with open practice sessions. Uh, as of today, they're going to have Stock 8 heat races, the Mid-East Open Wheel Modified Heat Races, Street Stock Heats, uh... A little bit of racing going on. $1,500 to win in the MMSA division. $500 to win in the 602 Charger division. And $500 to win in the front wheel drive. But most of your main events is going to be on Sunday afternoon down there. They're going to have the stock eight paying $2,000. $2,000 for the Mid-East Open Wheel Modifieds. $2,000 in the street stock division. Uh, 2,602 Thunder Series. So uh, that's going to be tomorrow afternoon. Uh, let's see. Today, gates are going to open. Matter of fact, they opened at 10 o'clock today. 
uh, already open. We're going to start racing at 1 o'clock. $35 to get in the pits, $15 to get in the stands. On Sunday, the gates are going to open at 10. Racing's going to start at 1 o'clock again. So, uh, good sunny day. Be a good day. Just sit out there and watch some good racing down at Livonia Speedway. Yep. And let's go into next week. Next week, we're going to have the Blue Gray 100 at Cherokee Speedway. A big event over there. They're going to bring in all the super late models in over there. $10,000 to win in the super late models over there. Like I say... That's a big deal, and then uh, that pretty much closes out all the V8 divisions at Cherokee Speedway. You and won that last year, didn't you? Uh, no, we don't win the big blue-gray race, but we won the big, uh, it wasn't a super late model race. I wished it was, but uh, yeah. we won in our, our division, which is Super Sportsman. Well, I know you dropped off a big trophy in here. Yep. But uh, after that, we'll get in, which uh, we won't be here, but like to... Throw a shout-out to Cherokee Speedway for all the racing they've done. And then the week after, they have the big four-cylinder nationals over there. Jeremy Clements won that race one year. Is that right? Four-cylinder. All right. And uh, that's a big deal. There'll be teams from all over the United States coming in there for this four-cylinder nationals. They come in. They actually start coming on Thanksgiving Day. So mm. we're talking about Thanksgiving turkeys. There'll be some cooked <laughs> over there. <laughs> and... Uh, that pretty much wraps us up as far as our local racing. Got one more question. Yes, sir. Where will Mr. Wilson go? I talked to Mr. Wilson this morning. He was worried about going to Harris, and I told him, I said, about the closest place you're going to be looking at is going to be Livonia. He said he did not go to Livonia for heat races, that if he's going to do anything, he's going to go down there for the main events maybe tomorrow. But he was, I uh, told him, I said, Harris is not running tonight. But I told him, I said, don't, I don't want to ride by there and catch you in the stands up there, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Alan. Um, thank you all. Well, thank you. And I, I'll say once again, while we're thanking people, Alan does such a great job. He's probably tripled our listeners, if not quadrupled. And, uh, Alan, you do a great job on the track and behind the mic. And we appreciate everything. And, and, and Jada, when she contributes, she's always top shelf as well. Well, I thought, you know, sometimes I have to put a replacement in for me. Well, that's all right. Relief driving's okay. Yep. All right. We're going to zip through some results here. Um, the Cup, we uh, touched on that already. They ran the Final Four at Phoenix, and Chase Elliott won it. Brad Keselowski was second. Joey Logano was third. And Denny Hamlin was fourth. And that's the top four finishers in the point standings as well. Uh, fifth was Jimmy Johnson, Ryan Blaney sixth, Kevin Harvick seventh, Matt DiBenedetto was eighth, William Byron ninth, and Martin Truex was tenth. We all know about that. We talked about it earlier. We'll do Xfinity real quick. Um, they ran their last race at uh, Phoenix, decided the championship. Austin Sendrick won it. Austin Sendrick is the champion. Noah Craxton was second, Brandon Jones third, Michael Annette fourth, and Justin Allgaier fifth. Jeremy Clements had an excellent 10th place finish in that race. And the point standings was wound up uh, Sendrick, Allgaier second, Briscoe, Chase Briscoe third, Justin Haley fourth, and Noah Cragson fifth. For time's sake, we won't go any further than that. Um, Got to get to this real quick if I leave out Indy and some other stuff. The WeatherTech Sports Car Championship is being run at uh, Sebring. They've already started that race. It started at 10 minutes after 10. 
and it's on uh, Cirrus Channel 217, and um, it is going to be available on NBC. Uh, it was on, it's on from 10 to 3 live on NBCSN, uh, from 3 to 6 on NBC, and from 6 to 10.30 back on NBCSN. So you can catch all of the WeatherTech race. Uh, we're pulling, of course, for the the, the uh, Whelan engineering team, and they have a pretty decent chance after we found out that the team leading the point standings is having a turbocharger problem this morning. Um, it's a 12-hour race. Uh, Felipe Nasser, Pipo Durrani, and Gabby Chavez are driving the WeatherTech car. And uh, I've got sit here that um, uh, the the weather the um, Whelan car has to finish has to win, and uh, Acura the Penske Acura can finish no better than no better than seventh for uh, them to uh, for Whelan to take the championship. So there is mathematical chance they can steal it, and hopefully they will. We'll um, definitely be watching that. All day today, off and on. And, uh, of course, Indy's championship's over. Scott Dixon won it, and especially after he won the first three races. Rena's VK, VK was the, the uh, rookie of the year. Um, uh, rookie of the year in um, Xfinity, by the way, was uh, Harrison Burton. And in Cup, it was, um, who's the guy that won the, won the race in Texas, number 41? Can't think of his name right off the top of my head. And I've got it here. Wait a minute. Got it right here. Um, wasting some valuable time. But the uh, rookie of the year. Oh, well. Who's that? Number 41. Who in the heck is that guy? Uh, Cole Custer. And uh, Formula One, they got uh, several races left to go. And they are running at Turkey. And they're having tire trouble out there. Dunlop brought a bum tire that they're having a lot of trouble with. But uh, Lewis Hamilton's got that in the bag. Television, uh, I just gave you the weather tech. The Formula One race is on at 5 o'clock tomorrow morning from Istanbul, Turkey on ESPN. Uh, We got about three minutes left. Greg, take a little bit of time, but think uh, uh, some closing thoughts there. All I know, it's been a a tough season on racing. It's like it has the whole country, but everything's going to be okay. And we look forward to doing it next year if the good Lord leaves us here, which I think he will. And I'm just tickled to death that we're here. We really enjoy doing the show. We really appreciate the sponsors and the Delaney's and people that just come in and, and kept this place going. And uh, like I say, Perry, Perry's getting pretty good at being a host. Uh, I mean, <laughs> about time. About, well, no, you you good at it. And work the board and be a host at the same time is tough. Well, you get the best guests of any radio show in the upstate. I put our... I put our guests up against national shows. We just have the best. And uh, well, Greg, that, that's cause that's cause of uh, talking to the microphone. That's, that's <laughs> the cause of of our association, mine and yours, with Didi. Yeah. Well, and then we try to honor Bud Moore, especially a couple of times yeah, a year. I appreciate we, you doing that stuff on Veterans Day. We really need and we'll do it again on D Day, Alan. Well, I'd just like to thank all our listeners out there. Thank y'all for listening this year. I know it's been kind of tough. Also, I'd like to thank all our local racetracks, all the people that help promote them and uh, keep them going for us. Uh, like I say, if we didn't have something to go racing for, I mean, I don't know what we'd do. Yeah, well, uh, I see Joe Delaney walking around over there. Joe, you want to say 10 seconds? Okay, he doesn't want to, but I want to thank Joe. 
um, for his moral support and uh, his friendship, getting us hooked up with Bobby Bennett, who I hope will be a regular part of our show next year. He uh, seems willing to do it. But I want to thank uh, Ryan Delaney, the owner of the station, and Ryan Clary, the other owner of the station, for letting us do this and letting us move over to Sunday when we have to. And uh, by the way, the Gamecock, uh, I guess that pregame show will be about 4 or 4.30 today because the game's at 7.30 and Ryan Clary will be carrying that uh, from here in the studio. But um, it's been a wacky year. We took seven weeks off and hopefully... uh, this bug will either go away or, uh, you know, heaven forbid that uh, it it keeps us from doing the show next year. We'll just, we'll, it's too far off. We're taking 12 weeks off and plan to be back on February the 13th, which is the day before the Daytona 500, um, which is on Valentine's Day. But it's, uh, it's a pleasure for me to come in here every week and, and do this. Uh, we do it because we love it. We don't get paid a cent. We just do it because we love it. And, uh, Thank you, the Clary and uh, and Ryan Delaney for letting us come in here, and for Ronnie Black and Lanny and everybody else that helps us out. Um, Bacon, a- Allen, and uh, we'll just come back Grand and do Pine. it again next year. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. Be safe over the holidays. Natalie, get our table ready, and everybody keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. Our website is SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports 1400. WSPG Spartanburg.